Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of Influencer Insider. Today, we have a wonderful guest, a dude that I saw on TikTok a couple months ago. We commented back and forth, Jelly at Jewelry. My man, introduce yourself. Tell everybody what you're about. I'm Jelliot. I make jewelry videos on TikTok. I guess that's pretty much it. Heck yeah. So you got some dope rings that you make. Yeah. Yeah. Are you proud of the rings that you make? Or I, I'm, like- I'm pretty proud. I'm proud. Yeah, okay. I am proud. I don't, I, I won't post it if I'm not proud of it. Okay. I Maybe like there's that. a couple that I've kind of shuffled in there, but I mean, for the most yeah. part, I won't post something that I'm not proud of. I got you. So I know like, I watched a video of Joe Rogan one time and mm-hmm. it was like one of those little clips. And he was saying, I don't even think he was talking about like what he does interviewing people. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's that cool. I don't enjoy it. So now really? what everybody does through a different lens. Cause I'm like, man, I wonder yeah. if they enjoy that or if they're just doing it because yeah. they're good at it. You know, I, I really enjoy it. I would, I would still do it if I didn't enjoy it just cause it's, I mean, that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's it's going like, well. that's where it's going right now. But I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really do something I'm not enjoying. I've always been someone who like, I don't care about where the money is. I'm just going to do whatever I like enjoy. Heck yeah. So, yeah. So riddle me this, what, what got you into jewelry? when did you start? So here's, here's the rundown. Uh, <laughs> so I think it was, Technically summer, I think 2019, I just graduated high school. Okay. Um, so I graduated a year early. So I graduated as a junior. I was 17 and I was moving to uh, Seattle okay. and I was going to school in Seattle for band instrument repair technologies. So that's a fancy way of saying uh, just a musical instrument repair technician. Okay. So like saxophones, clarinets, trumpets. That's kind of cool. I played... Yeah, I, I was in band throughout high school, whatever. Uh, I really liked, you know, getting my hands on fixing things. I had, like, bought a couple used saxophones, like, like beat-up saxophones on eBay, like, vintage stuff. Uh-huh. Fixed them up in my free time. Didn't do it right at all. And I was like, this is really fun. I really enjoy this. I mean, it's, like, it's a combination of two things I really enjoy. Might as well go to school for it. And so I guess I went to Renton Technical College. So it was Renton. So it's like 15 minutes outside of Seattle. I was living in Kent. And uh, right before I'm leaving for school, um, I'm like watching YouTube or whatever. And I see uh, a Pablo Simavilla videos. I think that's how you say it. I don't know how to say his last name. He's, he's Spanish. I think he lives in Spain. Okay. Uh, he is like, he's a legend. So <laughs> if, I don't know if you've ever seen his videos, uh-uh. but the way... He's, he's an inspiration to pretty much any jeweler ever. I, I don't, yeah. He, the way he films his videos is it's literally like watching a movie. He like the cinematography, the craftsmanship, like everything by him is 100% hand, hand forged, hand, like whatever. It's uh, hand smithed, I think it's the it's proper term. It's, it's amazing. So go check Pablo Sima Villa out after this. He's insane. Okay. Um, Anyway, I saw his video. He was turning, I think, he took a hex bolt and he turned it into like this wedding ring. And uh, I was like, dang, that's really cool. Yeah. And like just watching, I saw like all the tools he was using and stuff. And I was like, you know, I got a bunch of this freaking laying around because I just 
ordered all my tools for school and they literally just got there that day. And I was like, I got a bunch of hand tools, just like basic files, saws, sandpapers, stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I'm going to try doing this. So I, I like went to our local thrift store, picked up like a, a bunch of spoons and forks. All right. And uh, I thought they were solid silver, but they were just plated silver. Okay. So um, I basically just like took like a, like a grinder and I ground down the spoon <laughs> and like made my own kind of like rod stock is like half round, just like a plain wedding band. Okay. I, don't know if I have one lying around. Um, and then I uh, basically just turned that into a ring. And I used like, I went to freaking like uh, Lowe's. I bought like a plumber's torch. I oh. still use that in all my videos, that same plumber's that torch. Same I'm torch. still using it to this day. It's a map gas torch. Um, but I used that and I used like plumbing solder, which is not what you're supposed to use <laughs> at all. And I soldered this ring together and it actually looked amazing. I don't have it anymore, unfortunately. I gave it to someone. Oh, damn. I want it back though. I want it back. You should ask that. I should. Um, it probably has not held up well because it's like, who knows what metals under that uh, plated silver. Yeah. I thought it was solid silver. Maybe it was, but it's probably like green and like the solder joint is showing. It's like rusting because it wasn't actually silver. Uh-huh. But anyway, I'm, I'm telling like the long format. We got a lot of time. So I got this spoon ring and it's not like the, like if you've seen people make spoon rings on TikTok, there's a lot of people who make spoon rings. They usually just cut the spoon off and bend it. I'm not that smart. I, I had to like make my own like half round because I didn't want like the actual spoon design as my ring. I just wanted like a plain and simple band. And I thought it was super, like it was the coolest thing to me to have like made that myself out of like, just like, you wouldn't be able to tell that I was from a spoon. And so I, I thought that was super cool. In reality, it was, I, I, I'm very interested to see what it looks like today. But, uh, so that was about two years ago. Okay. Um, then I go to school. Uh, so that was, I go to school and I kind of, I'm living in a, in an Airbnb. Uh, it's like this um, This lady had like converted, I think it used to be like an old age home, um, a care facility. And she converted it into an Airbnb for like long-term stay people. Cause my school was only a year. It wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't like an associate's, it was okay. an associate's program, but it was one year. Okay. Um, it was supposed to be, I went just for the certification. Yeah. And they gave me an, an associate's degree. Like I didn't, I didn't sign up for the associate's program. Uh-huh. They just sent me a diploma and they're like, here's an associate's degree. I was like, okay. Um, anyway, so I'm in this Airbnb. It's just a bedroom. So I got my bed, a TV, a closet, a bathroom with a shower. Just the upstairs people, they had the luxury of having a bathroom attached to their room. Uh-huh. And then there's like a communal kitchen. And then all the downstairs people were like, not super long-term. They were staying there for maybe a couple months. I was there for eight months and then COVID hit. Um, But as I'm in this like little room, I was like, I was going to school, learning how to fix instruments. Um, So like the first month I wasn't working. 
Um, I had a little bit of money saved up to pay rent and stuff. Rent up there is ridiculous. I can imagine. But uh, yeah, it's crazy, especially for like a one bedroom, just a bedroom. It wasn't even like a uh, space. Uh, so I had some money saved up. I went and bought, I went to Harbor Freight. I didn't have that much money. And I bought this like bench. It's literally just a table. It's about this big. All right. That was my workspace. All right. And I didn't have any room for chairs or anything. Uh, so I like, I sat it next to the edge of my bed. I just sat on my bed. Uh, that's where I work. And taught myself jewelry after school. And uh, for the first like two weeks, that's when I had free time. That's when I didn't have a job. After that two weeks, I got a job. But then I went to the local rock and gem shop in Kent. I was living in Kent. Not a great place to live at all. I hated it. That was like, oh my gosh. Um, Where do you normally live at? Is it so I, right now? I'm in Oregon. I'm from Oregon. Oregon. I'm like an hour away from Portland. Okay. Um, yeah. So I go to this gem shop. I'm like, hey, uh, I want to start making jewelry. Give me some tools. So he gets me like a better saw some actual real silver wires that I can go. bend and solder bands, some silver stock, some, uh, some like gemstones, and then like proper silver solder, not plumbing solder. <laughs> and then uh, what else do you get? And that's pretty much it. And so for the next like week, I just tried making simple, just plain bands. And then I get a job. I worked at like Subway alone oh. in kent washington on central avenue or central street i think i think it was avenue it doesn't matter um very 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 rough it was sketchy my okay, very so first night i had to yeah i i was closing by myself i walk in i'm like hey i've worked at subway before oh they're like oh, okay so we don't need to train you i was like well i mean i've never closed the store before they're like uh -huh. okay told me what to do and then left i was like oh man and <laughs> Basically, like some some dude was like on meth outside, like staring at me while I'm counting the money, trying to get in. And I was like, oh, my God. So I called the cops or whatever. That was a weekly occurrence. It was awful. It was so yeah. bad. So that that really cut into my jewelry time. So I'd say during that year, I only really got like two months of actual like jewelry making. Okay. I just had that little little table messing around. Um just for fun. I mean, I had nothing else to do. I don't really have any friends, everybody in my class. Uh, I just had one class. So I was always with the same people Damn. and they were all cool people, but I was 17 and the person closest to my age was like 19. Oh, okay. And they all had jobs. They all had to do stuff. And so I never really had time. It was very lonely eight months. It was awful. Cause like I lived I by imagine. myself yeah, it was, it was bad. Cause there's really no chance for me to go out and like meet people because I work four days a week from like the second I got out of school until like 1130. Cause I was closing. And then, so like, I just go make jewelry. So throughout that got through that and then COVID hit, moved home, finished out the last two months of school. And that's when I really started to kind of get into it. Um, I, spend uh i got my like tax return or whatever because i was spending all my money on school and rent and i was just that was all my money 
Um, but I got some money just like, I'm just going to keep investing into this. Maybe it won't pay off. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Uh, I was not making very good stuff. Like, cause I've never, I've never had any formal training. I've never just YouTube videos. Like I, I'd watch just like as much as I could. Um, Facebook groups, books. Um, and then that's when I started getting into, I started like making my own, like, um, I started like silversmithing. That's what you'd call it. It's like, I'm not buying pre-made wire anymore. I'm buying the, the casting grain, which is just, just silver, just little balls of silver. Then you melt it down, okay. you pour it, and then you mill it into your, or you smith it into your own like stock wire, whatever. And that's, I had a lot of fun doing that because you're literally from like the base silver, you're making yeah. whatever you make. It's just a hundred percent you. And uh, I was just doing super basic, simple stuff. I didn't know what I was doing. So I did that from March. And then I think in August of 2020, I had, I was like, I'm gonna start selling my stuff on like Instagram, just to like local people. Yeah. I'll do like commissions to the best of my abilities. Um, sold like two rings. All right. And then like, that was it. And uh I think I think maybe it was July I started. So July, August, I was trying to sell stuff, sold two rings, wasn't feeling great about myself, kind of stopped making jewelry for a bit. And that was then in I 2020? Think in 2020, yeah. Okay. Kind of is yeah, I just finished school. I was looking for a repair job, didn't have a job because COVID. Um, looking for an instrument repair job, couldn't get one. All the music stores were closed. I mean, I when I was in school. That's what that was like my passion. It was instrument repair, and then I kind of did jewelry making just to kill time. Yeah. Um, so like I would bust all I had at school, and I would like, I'm gonna get good at soldering, I'm gonna get good at dent work, whatever on these instruments. And so like I was committed. I was like, I want to be the best, I want to have a job right out of school. Yeah. And an instrument repair, you don't really make that much. It's like it's enough to live. And that's what I was yeah. happy with because that's what I like doing. But I was also like, I want to, I want to like really be good at this because I, I like this and I really want to be good at this. I want to be like the guy I want. Cause like the you guy. have like these local legends, like that all these like famous musicians or like well-known musicians come to, and they're like, this, this is the only guy that works my stuff. And I want to like apprentice with these people and I want to like learn, learn under them. And that's, that's what all my time was spent doing. Um, and so I was like really grinding at school. And so like, I was kind of known for like soldering, like my metal work. So like, uh -huh. if something like a brace between like a trumpets, uh, a trump whatever, I'm not going to go. Uh -huh. it doesn't, <laughs> the brace breaks yeah. and it's, it's soft soldered together. You heat it up and it's, I just, I was like, I'm gonna get really good at soldering. I'm gonna get really good at that. And like brazing, brazing is like, it's soldering, but a lot hotter so you're like almost melting it. it's the soldering that you do in jewelry okay so that's what i spent my time getting good at and um we would have like music stores come in we had this big chain called arts music in alabama they came out and they're like recruiting or whatever they had like there's a couple big music chains that came in like kind of scouting or whatever and uh i was offered i think like two jobs so i like right out of school was like 
I can either go to Alabama. I can go, I can't remember where else. I think um, one other company was like, hey, we really want you to come interview with us. We'll probably hire you. And then um, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, where I really wanted to work was in Oregon City. So like close to home in Oregon City, there's this old, not old. It's just this, it's more like a, like a classic style horn shop like saxophones, okay. trumpets, clarinets, just horns, no like drums, violins or whatever. It's called yeah. Wally's Music, best, best vintage saxophones, best vintage trumpets, everything. And that was like my dream to work there. And I had went in and like spent the day with them and they seemed to like really like me and they, they liked my work. I showed them pictures of my work and stuff. Um, and so that's like, that's where I was gonna be as soon as school ended. So it's very, very strange that I'm like now making jewelry and definitely uh, that all, all my plans fell through because of COVID. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to keep making jewelry. That's what's fun. I was going to try flipping instruments on eBay or whatever and sell them. I had like bought like a clarinet or something. because Those are easy to do at home. But um, yeah, that never really ended up working out. Yeah. So I'm just, I was just waiting around for a place to open and then when they opened, they had no money to like hire someone new. So I was still just waiting it out. I was like, I'll get a job, whatever. Um, but then I think after, so I tried the Instagram thing, selling rings, didn't work. It's kind of sad. Um, not really. I mean, a lot of people were there for me. They're like, I'm going to get a ring. They probably didn't even want one. They probably weren't even that great. But there were yeah. a few people, maybe four people that were like, I'll get one from you. Or they like tried to get me to commit to, they try to commission something through me. And I'm like, Hey, I, I can't do that. Yeah. Cause they'll send me something. It's like a picture to like an Amazon ring. And it's like, dude, just buy it off of Amazon. Yeah. I'm not going to make cheaper. it cheaper. It's not going to be cheaper through me. Like just get it on Amazon. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to sound too down. I was just kind of like, this isn't like, it wasn't working out really, the way you wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. And so um shoot then i i kind of stopped for a bit um and then i was like um i started looking into casting so like there's a bunch of different ways to make jewelry and it's like usually you're like a smith you smith which means you're like you're forming the material yourself and then uh-huh. soldering you're making your own stuff well you're making your own like stock and wire and whatever and then you're doing it all 100% by hand, like hand fabricating. Um, and then there's casting, which you can either like carve wax or you can uh, like do 3D printed uh, castable resin. So it's like 3D printed wax. Uh, and then you do burnout cycles and you just, you invest it, which you pour some, it's like plaster of Paris. So you put, it's a liquid, you pour it over the wax, it hardens, you burn the wax out in the kiln and then you pour the metal into it. And that is a pretty expensive process to get into. And I was like, like, I really want to do this because this, there's like, there's no limits to what you can really do. You, you do whatever you want. Yeah. And that's what I really wanted to do because I wasn't really getting anywhere with the hand fabrication because there's so many, uh, it just takes so long. I'm a very impatient person, pretty bad ADHD. And so like, Casting is the thing for me because I yeah. all I got to do is 3D print something and then boom, I got something good. And like, 
that's to me that's the that's the it's the most satisfying way to do it because like you haven't put so much time into this ring where if you like you overheat the metal when you're soldering and like your joint breaks you're done you start over and i'm like an impatient person i'm like boom casting so it's very expensive to get into not very but it's it's quite expensive yeah um and so I had, I started saving up, I think in August for uh, a casting machine. And it's just this, basically this machine about this big maybe. And it has like a little, little dome and it sucks the air out of the investment because you can't have air in it. Once you're, uh, once you pour the investment over the wax, it prevents air bubbles. Okay. Those you can get pretty cheap on Amazon, but like you need it in one unit. You don't need it, but it's, it's better in one unit. And so you need vacuum. And then once you're pouring the metal in the flask to create the ring, you have to suck all the air out of the flask so that there's no air bubbles once you poured the metal. Okay. So like you can do sand casting, which I tried a lot and I got okay at sand casting, which is just, you got two pieces of, uh, you got like a mold frame. You just punch some sand in there, push a ring in, take it out, put the other side on, uh-huh. push some sand in, then you take the ring out and then you pour. It's a lot harder to do. So basically with vacuum casting, you're in theory, you get perfect results almost every time because there's no air, you pour the metal in, perfect. And so I was like, this is what I want. Um, maybe I'll make, I'll reopen my Instagram shop and people will be like, oh, this is cool. Now I can like commission them to do cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of like my plan. I was like, I probably won't pay this off for a while, but Definitely. this is what I want to do. I'm investing myself. I'm going to have a good time. This is what I like doing. There we go. So I eventually, I think I bought it in November, October, November of uh, 2020. I started casting. Okay. And that is when stuff started to change. So I had started making like, my dream was to make like, I love signet rings. And I really want to make myself like a signet ring. I know I love it. They're so classy. And so I want to make myself like a nice signet ring. And so that's the first thing I did. Um, Made a signet ring. I wish I kept it. I get super like impatient or like if I don't really like it, throw it back in the melter. I'm freaking melting Uh it down, making a new thing out of it. (laughs) So like all my early work is gone. Yeah, it's all melted. Um, It's all melted. I mean, it's probably it. It exists in every single one of my other rings because little pieces of it have been mixed together. So they're all there. It's just in liquid form or solid different rings. But anyway, cause like silver, it's pretty expensive when you like, you're not really selling anything. So you're not making your money back. So it's like, I can't spend a ton of money on more silver. I'll just reuse my stuff. Yeah. So I started casting. I reopened my Instagram shop. Um, Still didn't really make any sales. I mean, I had a couple people and then there were just some people that would like ask me for something that I just didn't want to do. It's just like, you sent me an Amazon picture, dude. I don't want to make this. Just yeah. get it off of Amazon. What? No, so, me this. You don't, do you not want to make it because it's, it's already created. It's uncreative to you. Kind of. It's that. And it's just the fact that it's like, it's just, the whole point where they're trying to save money they're not trying yeah. to get something for me they're trying to save money yeah like 
just just buy it on Amazon. I'm not yeah. I'm not here to save you money. If like that's that's the number one thing that I like really irks me about the whole like the jewelry industry. It's like your customer base, like you see some jewelry, you want it and you want uh-huh. it. Like you want to buy it. No matter what the budget is, if you see something you really, you really relate to or you really like, you want to buy it. And I understand Definitely. that. But jewelry is a luxury item. It is not a necessity. Like I really understand. I'm not like I'm not. I'm not going against people that like do do whatever do whatever you want with your money. But if you cannot like if it's not in your budget, don't complain to the person that is selling the item, or don't yeah. try and cut corners with someone who's really just trying to do honest work. Yeah. So that's that's what really gets to me, and so that's kind of what my problem was. It's like I'm humbled that you'd like me to make you something. But if you're trying to save money, it's kind of insulting because it's like, yeah, just just go buy it on Amazon, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so I kind of stopped doing the Instagram sales. I didn't. I I hated selling jewelry. I hated it. I hated selling. And both times I stopped selling on Instagram because I just hate selling jewelry. I hated it. So I hated having to. Was it what? the customers that you hated dealing with, or tell me about the process? It was just kind like- of. So. I, I just don't, I love giving stuff away. I'm uh, just like, I, I get what you mean. I know it. I know. I hate, especially when it's like in your community, it's like your friend Joe is like, Hey man, I really want this ring. And it's like, you know, Joe's working at McDonald's. It's like, uh-huh. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just yes. pay me for this, the metal that'll keep me going on my hobby. Like uh-huh. it'll just, it'll pay for my costs. I'll just keep going off of operating operation fees. I'm not making money, but like I'm not, it's not costing me money to give stuff away. Sometimes yeah. I'll just give it away, but that's like, that's the thing that I just, I just didn't like selling to people that like I can, I'm not like a face-to-face salesperson. Like if you right now were like, Hey, I want to buy a ring from you. I'd be like, no, I'll just send you one. <laughs> like, I'd be like, no, don't worry about it. I'll send you one. Yeah. I, I and so th- that's, that's why I didn't like. I sell bracelets. And so, yeah. I have a problem with like my buddies or if people are like, Oh, I really want a yeah. bracelet. I'm like, Hey, don't worry about it. I'll give it to you. And then exactly. I'll like, get yeah. one out of my car. Yeah. And yeah. so that's, I, that's I, what I, understand. that's what I didn't like. Cause it's like, it's usually like family members or like your friends, friends, friends uh-huh. or like your mom's friends. And it's just yes. like, I don't want to take your money, dude. Yes. Um, and I, yeah, I didn't actually really have a problem with people saying like, that's too much. That's not what I had a problem with um nobody really did that it was just the fact that like they're sending me screenshots of amazon rings it's just like they just buy it yeah like not that they're like trying to cheap out and like like intent like tell me that they're trying to be cheap Uh it's just like the whole like i can tell you're just trying to whatever but um i didn't have a bad experience it was just i had a lot of really nice people support me and i'm really grateful for that but at the end of the day it really like internally when i can tell that they're just buying something from me because they want to support me it's like yeah. like i don't i don't need it like it i feel as good maybe i need it but it's like don't support me to support me do it because you want something from me yes that's what it, that's what it was and so i just like hit a roadblock again and then hanging out with my friends everybody was home from college because of covid uh-huh. It was like November or yeah, they were just doing online school. And so all my friends were home 
we go and we like we're hanging out whatever um and i was like you know i really want to start making tiktoks because i was like everybody was on tiktok because during quarantine uh-huh. everybody's on tiktok well this i don't think we were really quarantined at this. i think we were kind of quarantined like my friends were super like iffy about it so we'd all like have to go outside and like whatever yeah um so i didn't really get to hang out with them like like one-on-one or like go do stuff is kind of annoying but that's how it was then um and we were all together and i was like you know i keep seeing like all these tiktoks and like that's what i kind of want to do i i like i like the creative process of doing it i i don't really like selling stuff so maybe maybe i can support my hobby or my passion this way maybe i can make tiktok videos even if i'm not making money off of them if if someone likes watching me make it that's worth it that'll keep me going that's how i'm going to do this okay and so um back in the early days i actually tried filming some tiktoks in my seattle room i deleted the videos i should have kept them i i think i tried my goal was never to like gain a following okay i was never wanting to like i i don't like social media i have like my instagram is private i have maybe like 400 followers are all like close personal friends not close personal friends but like like they're in my community it's not Uh like a bunch of random people um and i just don't really like social media i don't really post that much on instagram like i post every now and then um I just, it's not my thing. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, but I was like, you know, it's faceless. There's yeah. no name behind a jewelry making TikTok unless you make it that. Um, I don't have to like talk to people. I don't have to whatever. Um, I'll just make videos. People watch them. There we go. So uh, I think I tried filming one earlier. I didn't like it. Because I'm also like, uh, back to what we said earlier, I think before we started, uh, I'm not going to post something that I'm not proud of. Yeah. So it was like, I've always dealt with this like personal kind of issue of I'm not a jeweler. I'm not a jeweler because like you can cook at home. doesn't make you a chef. Like you can be like a really good home cook, Uh really good but you're not a chef. You don't have the line cooking experience of being a chef. Okay. You you haven't, you haven't like Friday night, busy dinner. You haven't, you haven't paid your dues. I'd I'd say to call yourself a jeweler, you got to sit behind a bench, like a real bench. And you've got to like either be smithing stuff or you've got to be like, I don't know, you got to like put in hours. All right. And like, I'd say I'm, I'm like a, I'd, you can call yourself a jeweler. I don't care. But like, to me, I'm not going to call myself a jeweler. I'm not, I have no, I have no like training. I have no nothing. I don't know what I'm doing. Like it's all just off of YouTube. It's like speaking to people that will whatever. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> um, that's, I don't, I don't call myself a jeweler. What was it? What was I saying before that? I think I don't know. I, well, I was thinking about uh, the whole chef thing and then I became yeah. really obsessed with the idea that like anybody can call themselves anything 
Like, yeah, if it doesn't really make them that, that you have to earn the privilege yeah. of the name itself. And I was, and yeah, I thoughts about it. And that's a really cool yeah. thought. I, I appreciate the hell out of that. Thank like, you. you. I don't you know. To, I don't know if I heard that somewhere. That's kind of like my personal opinion. I like it. like earn the title. I'm not hating on people that call themselves jewelers. It's just like some people will say, oh, you're a jeweler. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, not. I'm yeah. really not like. I could get a fucking punching bag in my basement, but that doesn't make me a boxer. Doesn't make you a boxer. Doesn't make you a boxer. Uh, not hating on anybody, but like <laughs> just personally, it's just like someone will say, oh, you're a jeweler. I was like, no, I make jewelry okay. because like, and that's also why I don't really sell stuff with stones in them. Like this ring I'm wearing has stones in them. I don't have any training on stone setting. I actually bought a course uh in may and i taught myself a set stones and so i bought like a okay. like a stone setting course and that's that's the only formal training i've had is just watching these videos on how to set stones and it's like in-depth um training on like how to actually do it so i i know the concept of how to do it it's just i'm very nervous about my execution because like you can set a stone like this stone's in here pretty good like this the big main part that's yeah. in there that's not coming out but um, these stones around them, yeah, it's called pave setting. Um, Does it make you nervous. It's not a little traditional bit? pave. Yeah, so <laughs> those are in there by like, you basically you cut a seat, um, you drill out the circle for the diamond, yeah, and then you cut a seat for it that's a little bit smaller than the um, the diameter of the diamond. I think it's the girdle or whatever. I, okay. I don't know very many jewelry technical terms. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I don't. I don't try to sound like I know what I'm talking about. But you could call it the waistband of the diamond, and I believe exactly, exactly. And so you try and you kind of click that in there, and so it's kind of set with tension, not tension, but like it's clicked in place. So the top, the top prongs Uh are a little bit uh, smaller than it's kind of tapered. So there's a seat right here. You push it through, and then it clicks. And then once it clicks. Um, you have a little beading tool. That's what it's called. Um, yeah, that you like kind of, kind of drill. Push. It's super skinny. You don't drill, but it's like it's like a it's like a cylinder like this. But there's okay. a, a a spherical polished indent. So when I push down on the prong, it rounds it, and you kind of just push it down and move it around. So it polishes the top. So it's just like a rounded top. And then it also kind of squeezes it in place. I was so curious about that too. Cause I'd seen. Yeah. Cause a lot of people are like, how do these, how do these stay in place? It's like, yeah, that's how it is. Okay, Um, So it's not a drill. It's just something with kind of like a, a ball indentation and you push down on it. uh Yeah. So you, you drill, you drill the seat. So Uh you've got the seat that you drill in. Okay. And then once it's clicked in place, then you kind of, it's called burnishing. Um, you burnish it, or I don't think that's, it's burnishing. <laughs> You're burnishing the top. Burnishing is when you like push metal with steel and it kind yeah. of smooths it out. So you're smoothing the top and you're kind of squishing it over. So okay. you've got four places to contact. Um, Perfect. So I, I've been grinding that and like, but I, a stone will probably fall out in a couple months. Yeah. Yet to fall out, but um, especially with the gold I use, I use 10 karat gold because I don't got I don't got 14, 18 karat money yet. Yeah, not in the budget, but um, 
So uh, ten carat. Silver's ten pretty carat. soft. So it's ten carat. Ten carat's very hard. So okay, it's hard. Correct. Okay. Yeah, it's less than I think it's forty percent gold, which is very weird. A lot of old timer jewelers will say that's not gold. That's not gold. Yeah. I'm like, it's gold color. It's got some gold in it. Uh huh. But uh, it's gold. It's gold, but it's like there's a lot more silver and copper in it than there is actually gold. Okay. So it's pretty hard. Um compared to 14 and 18 carats. So these are hard to get set in place sturdy. So these, I have had to tighten them once, but then they're fine. I think they're fine now. You do it, like you test in the ultrasonic cleaner, like the ultrasonic sends a bunch of like ultrasonic waves through it yeah. to clean it. And so like, if you stick it in the ultrasonic and you see a stone moving around, you've done something wrong. Is and that... then you steam clean it. So I don't put the, I don't put the ultrasonic in my in my videos. So okay, so is that like a little vat of liquid? Yeah, and then and then you mm -hmm. see like it's just water clouds coming out of it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's the, all the buffing compound. So it's like the polishing. It'll get uh -huh. stuck in all the little crevices, and then once you stick it in there, a cloud of dust will just come That's off. Crazy. I gotta post some videos of it, but yeah, dude, do it. Um, that stuff's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of other accounts that are like literally that's all they post is ultrasonic really? videos. Yeah, but uh, I think I have like a couple clips in there. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been trying to work on. And I've done a bunch of that now in my videos. Uh, but I don't I wouldn't sell that to someone because okay. I don't know. I can't put like I can't put a warranty on my work. I can't say, here you go. This stone is not moving. Cause I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> um, but I will say the stuff I sell now anyway, I haven't even, I don't make. So I have many, I have casters now, casters, manufacturers, whatever you want to call them. Okay. Um, so they make my stuff for me now. Cause I, oh. I can't, I can't do it. You can't keep up with the uh, amount. No. Yeah. Cause I mean, this is, this is a topic that, that'll get uh, yeah we'll get there uh <laughs> shoot what were oh we were talking about my how i started tiktok yes we'll talk about this first so anyway i was with my friends i remember now with my friends i was like i want to start posting tiktoks um every jewelry account i've seen like their third video is blown up because jewelry is interesting people like it watching is. it and so i was like maybe i'll post jewelry videos and so, like, I made my girlfriend, like, a ring for Christmas. I was like, I think this will be cool. I was like, just, like, just to get a video out there. I kind of, I, I really had fun filming it. And, it, like, a cool surprise for her. Like, she can see how I make, like, she knows how I make yeah. stuff. But, like, here's a video. Here's the ring I made you. And I made, like, this, uh, she's, like, super into astrology or whatever. Okay. And so I made her, like, her star sign is Pisces. And it's, like, the two, hey. the two fish swimming in opposite directions. That's my girlfriend as well. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Um, so I made her that. And um, uh, didn't really get any traction at all, which is uh -huh. fine. I didn't care. I wasn't expecting it to get any attention. But like, I just want to show like, I want to show like my peers because everybody knows like, like there's kind of like this, I dipped out of high school at 17. Nobody really knew nobody that did wasn't really friends with me they're like where'd this kid go yeah and they knew i like did something for band and then i was like maybe i'll just i'll just post videos show everybody what i'm up to that i'm not like 
I don't know. I'm not like a loser, freaking. You're not some bum. Living at home. Yeah. Like dinking around with jewelry, or like when you say you make jewelry, a lot of people assume that you're like, like stringing beads together. No yeah. hate to that, but like, that's yeah. Um, Absolutely different. That's what people assume. Yeah, it's it's different. So, uh, so that's I post that video. Whatever. Um, my girlfriend really liked it. Blah blah blah. Uh, didn't really have plans to post another TikTok. Um, so I, that was two videos. It was two parts. Big mistake. Very 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 poor quality video. The pacing is awful. I, uh-huh. I like in my mind for some reason I thought I had to show every single step of the process. Uh, Otherwise, so I did, and it was like two minutes long, and I like condensed it down. I filmed it on a music stand. I didn't have like a tripod or anything. I like I uh-huh. like would put my phone like on the corner of the music stand like this, yes. so it's just like barely hanging on there. So I think like I like a put like a angle. book a book on it, so it, like I could only do this. Right. And so I couldn't like really maneuver it very well. Uh-huh. So like all the angles are bad. It's awful. It's so bad. Um, and then I, I can't remember January. I was like, maybe I'll start making more TikToks. Maybe, maybe I just like, I kind of realized this is a really crappy video. Um, let me post another one. I'll make another one because I, I kind of want to do this. I was super into like jewelry making videos on YouTube and stuff. And there's not too many jewelry making videos. There's a lot, but like, like woodworking, there's a million woodworking people, Definitely, like a ton. And like, you can go anything you want to do woodworking, you can go on YouTube and learn how to do it. Not so much with jewelry. And so it was very, very hard for me to learn because it's kind of, it's kind of safeguarded or there's just nobody's making videos on it. It's not really like safeguarded. People will tell you, but it's, it's like, it's expensive. It's not as easy to get into. Yeah. And it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of investment into it. Definitely. Um, now I think in the past year, there's a million of them now. It's so easy to find them. Like when I was starting, I would have to dig deep. Yeah. Very strange. Cause, cause of COVID everybody started making videos. Um, so now it's easy. Anything you want to do in jewelry, you can go, go learn how to do it. Um, anyway, so I was like, I've always been like into music. I have, I haven't really always been with like the popular opinion on music. Like I did, I wasn't listening to people like Drake, uh, Kanye. I only started listening. Oh, that was Tame Impala. I love that. That was awesome. I I love them as well. Yeah, it was good. If they come near you, go to it. It was insane. It was seriously amazing. Oh my gosh. So is that the type of music that you kind of like to, is it, it's like semi alternative, I would call it. Yeah. So like cave town i've always i've been a big jazz guy i've always been a big jazz guy and yeah who do you I listen like, to i like jazz man so, so i wouldn't say that i'm like huge jazz person yeah but i no, really I do it. appreciate it here i'll check out yeah let's see what's on my playlist for jazz because I don't, I don't want to sound like a freaking uh no, I get it. I'm the same way. Like people assume that I'm like this big music snob. I'm like, dude, I just list the random stuff. Yes. Like if you ask me about like, I don't know, like most music things, if you said like, what's your favorite, what's your favorite like Mac Miller song? I'd be like, I don't know, like good news. And it's like, <laughs> I don't really know a lot of them by name. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've heard that Mac Miller song, yeah. but it's not like, 
I, I'm with that with people like Tyler, the creator, because I really like Tyler, the creator and Rex Orange County. That's who I listened to a lot before I really started getting into like hip, popular hip hop, rap, whatever. I wasn't really in that whole community at all. My, my girlfriend kind of introduced me to it. And like Frank Ocean, like I, I'm not like a huge, now I'm a huge Frank Ocean guy. Like yeah. I love Frank Ocean now, but like as I've progressed in my videos, so has my music taste. Okay. So when I started this whole like music inspired rings, I was kind of like, let's see if I can get a TikTok to blow up. Let's see if I can do it. Yeah. So like, I'm not gonna be disappointed if it doesn't blow up, whatever. So I was like, hmm. Something that I really enjoy that is popular is Tyler Creator. Um, and I love his album Flower Boy. Um, and I was like, I've seen people do like album cover art, like all over TikTok at that time. Everybody was drawing, everybody was doing puzzles, everybody yeah. was doing creative stuff at home because of COVID. And I see all these like cover art, blah, 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 never seen it physically. It's all two-dimensional images. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm the 3D guy. I know how to make jewelry. And so I was like, you know, people will eat this up. Like, people are going to love this. Totally. Like, if you, if you can, like, transform something. Because what's more personal than music? Music, you interpret in whatever way you, you interpret it. It's like it's, the artists usually write them for their personal experience. But it's usually very relatable no matter if it's happy, sad, whatever, like people, when they're in their darkest moments, like you're sad, you're depressed, whatever, you listen to a certain type of music. And that's what either kind of agrees with your emotional state or disagrees. So you're, if you're happy, it makes you sad. Or if you're sad, it makes you more sad. Uh -huh. Or if you're sad, you listen to happy music, it makes you more happy. Whatever it is, you relate to that. And that's very, it's deeply personal. So is jewelry. It's on your body. It's like a tattoo that you can take off. So Definitely. I was like, here we go. Album cover art jewelry. So I was like flower boy, boom, simple flower, literally the dumbest, like not dumbest. It was the most kind of like basic idea ever. I, yeah. I don't think it was insanely creative. Um, I've really had to kind of catch up with my TikTok because I've had videos that like blow up and I'm like, I'm not like a super creative designer. I'm not a designer. I'm not. I'm not like an artist drawing wise and stuff. Cause these, this stuff you got to draw and you got to like design. I've really had to like this past couple months, I've been very active on TikTok, but I've been, I've been drawing. I've been learning how to sketch. I've been like, I've been really like looking at other designers, looking at other stuff. And I've really had to catch up. It's been pretty humbling. Cause I'm like, it, you get imposter syndrome and it's like, <laughs> I'm not a jewelry designer. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I make this ring film it very poorly again on the music stand still on the music stand and um i'm like i like google when is the best time to post tiktok when is and it's like time to post TikTok? Um, what, what came it's like up? Eight, I'm curious. It, it's like eight o'clock at night it's like the most active times where people okay. are active because i was like i'm assuming if you post a tiktok at a time where people are active it'll get more hits uh -huh. and so i was like it, around for me it's like eight o'clock at night I live on the West coast. So eight o'clock West coast, like people are kind of like getting home or they're like getting ready for bed or whatever. And then on the East coast, all the late night people, it's like what, 10, 10 o'clock, 10, 11 o'clock. So most people are still kind of awake. 
And it was like a Friday, I think. So I was like, this is literally the perfect opportunity to post. Cause I literally just got finished editing the video. It took me like 15 minutes to edit it. TikToks oh. are super easy to edit. That's what I love about Definitely. TikTok is like, I'm also super bad at editing, but it still worked. Um, so I shortened it one part from last time. No two part video. I tried to cut out a bunch of stuff that wasn't necessary. Um, chose a popular song. This is what people are relating to. It's a popular album. Uh-huh. And post at eight o'clock. Um, sitting up in my room with like my brother and my girlfriend. And like, I'm like, yeah, we'll see what happens. Kind of put my phone away. Yeah. Uh, for like a minute. I'm super impatient. I have ADHD. I was like, let's see, let's see what happens. I like post on my Instagram story on my Snapchat, whatever, get like local people that kind of yeah. give it some love help boost it yeah and so um i look at my phone 20 views i'm like that's pretty good i was like <laughs> let's go 20 <laughs> 20 whole people have seen my my dumb video uh-huh. and i was like let's go and then like i like refresh it. it's like 50 i was like wait a minute people are watching my video like people are watching my video like i made this this is something i made people are watching it and then like kind of slowed down for this is this is all within like 15 minutes so like 50 or no i think it was maybe half an hour so half an hour hit the 50 mark i was like let's go and then it jumps to 250 from 50 to 60 then 60 i refreshed it's at 250 i'm like here we go wait a minute that's a lot of people because i think i had like maybe 40 tiktok followers and it was like random freaking robots or get followers fast and like like a couple of my friends um and 40 or it went from 40 to 250 i refreshed again 280 refreshed again 300 i was like what like i was i was i was like my heart was racing i was only like 300 only 300 but like to me that was insane i was like i was so excited i was like people are liking this I, i people are commenting this is so cool and stuff like that like people started commenting and like i took comments super personally when i first started posting like i would respond to as, like every single comment i'd be like thank yeah. you so much whatever i'd respond um i didn't really get any like negative comments ever my first my first few tiktoks i never had negative comments that's what i was like this is so great and then i had my instagram linked to my t- like my personal instagram account i had a link to my tiktok for some okay. reason and so like my personal Instagram started like jumping up in followers and I was like, what the, this is very weird. Yeah. And um, so videos at 300 refresh two minutes later, 500, 10 minutes later, it's at like a thousand five hundred. That's sick. So like, it's just, it's just going and going and going. So I think with, within, within an hour and a half, I think it was at like 8,000 views and I was freaking out. I was uh-huh. freaking out like heart racing my whole family had gotten on their phones like everybody was watching my video like my parents downloaded tiktok they started just watching watch it, it. <laughs> just to watch just to watch everybody was sitting in the living room like refreshing oh it just went up 50 just went up 100 uh-huh. just went, it just went up a thousand and started jumping up by thousands That's and sick. so it was going up from like 10,000 15,000 20,000 and i think by the time i went to sleep it was at 40,000 and i stayed up until like 12 and I was like on FaceTime with my girlfriend and I was like, okay, I'm going to promise myself I got to go to sleep at 40,000. And 
I was like, okay, because just stay up all night. I'm super anxious. Yeah. I'm super like angsty. I can't sit still. And I couldn't sleep that night. And I just had to like set my phone aside. And I was like, I'm not going to look until I wake up ready for the day. I kept waking up throughout the night. I was like, oh, I want to check. I want to check. I want to check. Yeah, so I went to bed. I went to bed at 40,000 views. I think that was three hours later. So that was pretty insane to me. And um, back to what I said earlier, it was my third TikTok. I said to my friends, yeah. my third jewelry videos, the third TikTok blew, blows up. And they were kind of like, no, bro, like uh, TikTok's dumb. Like, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Watch me. And, oh. and then I, I was like, boom. Uh, woke up. I think it was at like, 150,000 and so I was like this is insane I'd gained like 3,000 followers on Instagram I'm at like four or no not 3,000 <laughs> I gained like 300 followers on Instagram uh -huh. I gained like so my like 400 follower Instagram had gone up I think it ended at, like when I started shutting things down I think it was at 700 followers because I was like I don't want random people following my Instagram I don't yeah. know these people I don't they then the DMs the DMs DMs kept flooding in. Please sell me this. Please sell me really? this. Please sell me this. Please sell me this. All the comments. Please sell me this. Please sell me this. I'll offer you offering me X amount of money. I'll give you three hundred dollars for this ring right now. Since it's my girlfriend's birthday, Valentine's Day is coming up. Everybody's like, sell me this. Sell me. This. And I was like, oh no, I did not think about this. Yeah. I hate selling jewelry. <laughs> and uh, so throughout that day, end of the day, I think it hit a million views, and I was like. This is life changing. That's so sick. My mom was kind of like, I don't know if this is gonna happen again. This might just be a one time thing. I'm like, I think I can do it again. Hell yeah. And it's it's like you're hooked at that point. Definitely. But it's like I'm also not like I'm not gonna be disappointed if I post a video and it gets like ten thousand views. That's insane to me. That's insane. And so um I was like, what am I gonna do next? This isn't gonna last forever. I gotta do I gotta think about what I'm gonna do next. So I was like, I love Rex Orange County, gonna do Rex Orange County ring. But anyway, so as this flower boy ring's blowing up, going insane, um, people are like, sell me this, 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 sell me this. And I was like, man, this took me so long to make. The casting process is a pretty involved process. It takes me probably about, um, I can bust a ring out in a day. Um, but it's not like I'm sitting there working on the ring for an entire day. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's idle. So it's like, it's either printing the 3d printer or it's investing. So the investment's curing and then it's burning out in the oven. So that whole process idle is probably like 14 hours. So I can take a long day and do it. Yeah. Um, but usually it's like two days. I'll break it up into two days. So I'll, I'll print invest, and the next day I'll cast. Um, the, the investing is that when you, uh, that's when you're pouring the, the liquid yeah and then let or it sit. you're you're pouring the liquid over the wax and letting it sit yeah okay so it's got a harden and stuff um so i'm like how do i how do i charge people for this and I, like how do i make so many because i'd i'd only made like one or two rings at a time uh -huh. you can make like a tree so you just got your like base and you just add yeah. rings <laughs> like this yeah and you do it like this so it flows when you turn upside down it closes down yeah okay um, and so I was like, shoot, let me start making a bunch of them. I immediately started making a bunch. I was like, how do I price these? Like, how do I price these? How do I price these? I want to make, I want to make money off that. I'm not going to undercut myself now. Like I'm going to, I'm going to actually like make money off of this so I can pay off my equipment. I just spent so much money on. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And I, 
I always try to do it as like as reasonable as possible. So like my going into it, I was like $55 a ring. Here we go. 100% handmade, solid silver. I don't use any crappy metals. Nothing changes your finger colors, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I go talk to my family. My dad really likes like business stuff, like entrepreneurship yeah. and stuff. Like he watches a bunch of Shark Tank or whatever. So like All he's right. loving this. So I'm talking to him about it. He, he's pretty, he knows what he's talking about. And uh, he's like, that's way too low. 150 bucks a ring. I was like, no way. I want people no to be able to afford these. Yeah. And like my, my goal has always been, I want these as affordable as possible. I want a bunch of people wearing my jewelry. Like yeah. I want, I want people to be able to buy it. I want people to be able to rep. And I like, that's what I, that's what I've always wanted to do. But everybody around me is always like, your stuff's too cheap. Your stuff's too cheap. It's too cheap, cheap, cheap. Especially since the demand is insane, especially with so TikTok. High. TikTok is so incredibly powerful with businesses. And I didn't go into it trying to start a business. I wanted to be a creator. I wanted to just show people me making stuff. And I didn't have like the goal of making money. And uh, one, people will not leave you alone when they want to, they, when they want to make me like, I was like, this worked too well because like, that was my goal It's like, I wanted people to relate to it, but I didn't yeah. realize people are going to buy this. People are going to buy this. People are going to wear it. They're obsessed with it. And so I was like, man, what am I going to do? Like, I can't do this. And like, especially with casting when I, when I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've had no training. I don't know what I'm doing. And so, uh, like you have a lot of fails. So if you do one tiny thing wrong throughout the process, like you add too much water to the investment powder or uh -huh. you don't burn out for long enough or you ramp up the heat too fast, you're done. You got to start all over. Okay. And I think like I was, I was doing, I, I'd cast like three rings, two of them would fail. They'd have air bubbles. They'd be porous, whatever. All just me, my ignorance. Um, but the one I'd get good, boom, make a video out of it. Um, but like, I couldn't sell it. It's just, I'm not proud of it. It's not perfect. I'm not selling it. And so I, I figured out, I got it down. I'd maybe waste. And I think my batches at that point were batches of like 10 and I could do one of those a day. And, and um, so I started pumping now? them out. I don't do it. So, okay. For, for reference, I, when I have casting, but I, so I don't, when I was starting, it was very little. I don't really talk numbers just because of like, yeah, people, people no, get very, they, they attack me. I'd love to like personally talk to you about this, but like, I don't, Dude, you're perfect. Tell me, I got you. Yeah. I understand. No, I, I get you though. So at first it was very little it's, to me. It's like 10, yeah. so, so 10, 10 a day. And then it, I progressed, bought bigger flasks. I figured I'd do 30. So early numbers, I don't care. Um, uh, cause I, I was able not, not daily though. It's maybe like a week. Cause I got to sit and polish those by hand. Yeah. So then, then I did my first drop. Um, I eventually figured out my plan. I was like, okay, I'm going to sell them, whatever. Um, did my first drop. Had this freaking rinky dink shop by website. All right. Awful graphics, awful pictures. <laughs> um, and I put them up. It was not that many rings, but uh, it was enough to sustain buying more silver, investing in some, uh, some uh, polishing machines, not like machine machine. It's like, it's a vibe, the vibrational tumbler. It just vibrates a bunch of media, like plastic grit. Okay. Yeah. So it's like sandpaper, but like triangles 
and it just vibrates with water and it just kind of so, polishes it. Is so, it like those uh, fucking rock tumblers? It's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a rock tumbler, but it's like a barrel. It's like okay. it's like this, and it vibrates like this, and so like all huh. the media goes like this, kind of in circles. That's not crazy. it doesn't turn; it just vibrates so that it it'll go up and then back down and up and back down, and so okay. it'll like it'll kind of sand it. So I had three stages of flushers and that was pretty, that was a, for me, that was a hefty investment. It was like $800. And like, I had, I had no money. So all my money that I, that I'd make, I'll, I'll say this. I have not made personally, Justin Elliott has not made a dollar off of ring sales. Jeez. Every single cent I have made, I've put straight back into the business. That's awesome. Like I have, I'm not, I'm not paying myself a paycheck until I have the volume that I'm happy with. I don't have people complaining that they weren't able to get a ring at a drop until, until I have enough volume sitting in my room. Cause I'm doing all this out of my room okay. in my room or my garage or wherever I'm storing until I have enough to satisfy people. I'm not pulling a dollar out for myself. Oh, yeah. So all this, I've, I've been investing in tools. I bought myself a proper, proper bench. This is a real, <laughs> real jewelry bench. It's a cheap, cheapo one, but I, right. that was my dream to have a jeweler's bench. It's just been, it's, it was so crazy to me to be able to fund my, my passion and like something that I've, all my money that I've worked for, like I wouldn't buy video games. I wouldn't buy the new phone, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm buying jewelry tools. I'm not even making money off this, but I'm buying jewelry tools. And so now I have an entity that's, I'm able to fund my, my hobby. This is crazy. And so I've freaking buy the newest latest greatest polishing system so i can polish more rings i don't have to sit there for like it would take me like an hour to polish a single ring now it probably takes me 15 minutes but then it was an hour and so i learned how to do production it wasn't great but like i could get consistent very shiny results that i was happy with and uh as i progressed so i have like two three ring designs now those have all done very well on tiktok I've, I've gained a bunch of followers, whatever. And um, I probably have in the tens of thousands of people ready to buy a ring. And I uh-huh. don't even have a thousand rings. Yeah. Like the demand is so high, but your supply is so low, but it's probably exactly. So, so that's why. And then I also have people like complaining about prices. I'd price them at like 75 bucks. Now it's 80. Pretty much everything for me is 80. Yeah. Um, that's just easy. Uh, I mean, some things might be a little bit cheaper. Some things might be a little bit more expensive. It evens out because they're all just 80. I want it simple, super simple. Yeah, definitely. That's, as full, that's literally as cheap as I could, I could go without like hating it and wanting to yeah. give up because I'm, I'm not, I'm not, Making I'm not anything. happy. So yeah. So I was doing all the production myself as production increased, size increased. I'd run into more and more and more and more and more problems. And it eventually got to the point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I don't like it. I, this is a chore now. It's a chore. I don't like doing this. I don't like producing the same ring over and over and over and over and over again. If it was like a day job and like, I'd be fine with that as a day job. Uh, when I was in Seattle, I worked as like a, a production assistant for a company called Key Leaves. It was a, it was a Saxophone products company. I finally got out of Subway and I got my dream job at Key Leaves. Uh, with this awesome guy he's literally like my my role mo- my biggest role model i think to this day and uh his name is rulon coolest guy ever such a rulon brown coolest guy in the world entrepreneur he had invented this uh 
with saxophones, there's this big problem with having like a sticky key. You press a button down, and it doesn't open up because it's sticky. Okay. And uh, he basically invented this little prop that solves it. You prop it under your key while you're storing your saxophone and oh. no more sticky keys. So like you'll go play a gig and you try to play a, a G sharp, the key doesn't open. So you're playing the G, play the wrong note. Embarrassing. It happens to everybody because that's the biggest problem with saxophone. And he solved the problem. So that's like- sick. So for him, that was a very, very, very big product. He was selling a lot. He had like very smart guy, very, very smart. Um, and like, that's, that's who I want to be. That's who I wanted to be, Rulon. And he was super cool. He would always like, he'd always be interested in what I'm doing. Like his house school going, where do you want to go with your life? Like, what do you want to do? Like doing mock interviews when I'm, when I was interviewing, doing bench tests for, for repair jobs. And he would always like critique me and like he wanted what was best for me. He doesn't care about the position at his company. I was his first real employee. I, oh. I think outside of like his close circle, I was his first like payroll guy and I would help him like package stuff and send it out. So basically what I'm doing now is a job. And I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Like, and he was always super supportive of like any, any goal I had, he would kind of be like, well, how are you going to do that? And then he did work through it with me. Like, awesome. you should, you should reach out to him. Like maybe he does actually, I don't know. He's very busy, but like uh, great entrepreneur. He, he's just signed with like, when I had started working with him, he had just signed with the biggest distributor of music products in the world. Um, awesome. And getting his product in there uh, out of uh, Seattle. I think he now moved still in Washington, but like, man, like huge inspiration like Good and so Rulon. now like go Rulon I love that guy like he he was so nice I mean I only got to work with him for a month before COVID hit unfortunately um but that was probably like the the best month in that time of my life because I wasn't working a dead-end subway job yeah um I, I could move up I like he was questioning my my choices like what do you want to do like where are you going to go with that i was yeah. like well Rulon, i really like jewelry he's like what are you gonna do with that Jew jewelry industry is very lucrative there's there's uh, there's a million dudes selling jewelry what are you gonna do that's different what are you gonna do that's different i was like i don't know i don't really want to sell i just like doing it for fun he's like okay then go repair stuff i was like okay <laughs> then go repair um that's not really how the conversation went but but like i mean i was working like some equipment for him and like I'd messed something up on accident. We spent like a whole afternoon just like problem solving. And like, I've quickly found out that like, I'm doing it. Like after TikTok hit, I'm doing, I'm producing my stuff. I'm doing it. This is exactly what I was doing. This is what I wanted to do, what I wanted to become, what I was talking to Rulon about. And like, I texted him and I was like, Rulon, dude, like I'm doing it. Thank you. And he like, yeah, man, I got to really talk. I, I haven't yeah, I haven't spoken to him probably in a year, but like, man, that was like to like show your mentor. Like, he probably doesn't like see this as like he probably doesn't really think twice about having me as an employee. But like to me, every single thing he said was super impactful, and like, man, like he was such an inspiration to me. And like, he probably doesn't even realize it, but like, like that's. I, I kind of idolized him at that time. And like, now I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm having to ship 
tons of stuff out, like problem solving, like I was doing with him, packaging, hiring people. I'm, I just kind of hired a friend That's and cool. like trained him how to package stuff because I very quick, I'm not able to do it. And uh, I'm, my goal is to get my business to the point where uh, I'm just a creative mind. I'm not yeah. actually packaging. Like I had a very hard time when I started hiring this casting company to, to uh, do my stuff. Cause I was like, well, I'm not making these like they're not, they're not mine. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, they're mine, but like, just cause I didn't make them doesn't mean they're not mine. I still, Definitely. I'm still the one behind the curtain. It's still me. Um, whatever. Uh, so that's kind of, I'm happy with it now. I'm, it's great. That's sick. So it's, it's cool yeah. to see the entire process of how you started and where you are now. Yeah. And so eventually, see, no, keep going. Sorry. From what I see in your videos, I feel as though now you post more TikToks of all these different creative rings mm-hmm. that you, yeah, I'm not sure if you sell those or the, if those are commissions. Yeah. So here's another thing. I don't do commissions at all. Okay, no I, commissions. I, so, well, technically I do. So like I'll do commissions for uh, like other creators. Uh-huh. Um, I'll like reach out and be like, Hey, yeah, I, I hate to be like exclusive, but it's like, like if I'm not going to get something, not even if I'm not going to get something out of it, like if it's not something that I'm passionate about, I'm not going to do it. I don't want yeah. to, it's, it's a chore. So yeah. like if I see a creator I really vibe with and I'm like, hey, I want to make you something like free of charge, whatever. Don't even need to post about it. I just I want you to have this. I want to be your friend. Like, yeah. here you go. And I was like, maybe I can start doing this. Like I can freaking use my business to like travel and like meet up with creators, make them jewelry, like just go hang out. Like not even like not even for content, not even for videos. Like I'm not even like again, I'm not like a social media guy. Like, I don't care if I get views, clicks, whatever out of it. Like I've met some pretty cool people and mm-hmm. like, um, so that's, that's the commissions I do. And like you're saying my progression, I really also struggled with the whole, uh, inspired by thing. Like these rings aren't a hundred percent my design. Like yeah. I am, I'm taking stuff and obscuring it or not i'm changing it and making it into a ring but it's not like a hundred percent me and i really struggle with that because it's like do people want my jewelry because it i know what the answer is and that's what was sad it's like they don't not me it's it's not it's not me they want they want what's associated with the ring they don't give two craps about who i am they just saw something that they like like again like what i said my my plan it worked too well so yeah, it's like, they, I'm not a guy. They don't care who I am. Uh, maybe there's, there's some people that do, but I, I mean, for are. the, yeah, no, I get it. But like, I'm saying like on, on my videos that like get super popular yeah. for the most part, people don't care who I am. And that's, I'm not trying to be down and I'm not trying to like, that's just how it is. I mean, Definitely. like, uh, I also never really introduced myself on my TikTok or my platforms. I've never like had like a, like a, personal relationship with my platforms it's just like uh-huh. i'm this guy making jewelry there you go consume my media it's just here are my hands doing things exactly and so and what i've what i've really seen on tiktok is the stuff that actually gets popular and people really relate to it and engage 
And I'm like, you know, I kind of need to start creating a face behind the whole thing because it's just like, if it's just someone making something like I'm, I'm disposable. So I kind of started like putting my face in videos. I kind of talk in a couple of my videos, but it's never like, Hey, I'm jelly. I'm whatever. This is what I do. Uh Um, I'm also pretty self-conscious. Like I really don't like recording myself, like my face and my voice. I don't like that. I'm fine if it's my hands. Yeah. Um, but I really, I, I really have a hard time putting myself, me, Justin in a video. Um, I'm starting to kind of get myself out there. I, I've been doing, I used to do like a bunch of TikTok lives and like, those are fun, but yeah. it's always people. When's your next drop? Yeah. When's your next drop? When's your next drop? Why are your rings so expensive? How many rings do you spell? How much money do you make? It's just like, dude, what's hilarious is your rings aren't that expensive. Like they're, they're affordable for how creative they are. Like there's something the thing. different. Yeah. Here's the thing is fast fashion is really taking a toll on people and people for the most part, they think since they've seen how it's made, they know how much effort went into it. Sometimes they ignore that or they think it's nothing. And then they just say, well, this silver is only, this is only $10 a silver. Why isn't your ring $20? Yeah. Whatever it is. It's just like, that's also what I, I love TikTok. I love it. But I also hate it in the sense that like people can really like be mean and like kind of pick apart and like ridicule you try try to know personal aspects of your business and especially as a like a smaller creator i'm not really a, i'm not a huge tiktoker like i'm not i'm not massive it's like as a smaller creator i'm more accessible i read i read every single comment yeah. i really struggled with like everything is so personal like you you'd think like you're sitting behind a screen like even before tiktok you think like nothing will get to you you're never gonna totally but it's so deep, like, no matter what it is, it, you take it personally. Mm-hmm. And like, people would like, say like, you're an idiot for making it too expensive, blah, 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 whatever the complaint is, I would try and like respond and whatever. And like, everybody's like, don't respond. You do not. Yeah. I feel like if you've taken the time to comment on my video, I got to take time to respond to you. Yeah. But if you look at big TikTokers, big influencers, big, whatever, they don't even, they don't even like comments. Mm-mm. And like, Man, we can we can talk about the influencer thing in a second, but uh, I've had some I've had some odd experiences with influencers, but uh, it's interesting. But as a smaller creator, people can DM you and you can see it. They can email you, you can see it. They can comment, you can see it, and it gets to you. And yeah. and it's really awful when people are like demeaning your price. And it's like, dude, I'm not gonna argue with you. Like you don't go to Nike, you don't email the CEO of Nike and you don't say, Hey, you're an idiot because these, these dunks are too expensive when they're selling out instantly. You ever try to get a pair of dunks? I've never tried to get a pair of dunks. Dude, I've kind of got into, I, dude, not like, it's not even like, it's not even like that because you enter into a raffle and then they choose you. Yeah. It's so, I'm, that's a whole nother conversation, but like. I've been trying to get the, I just want one pair of dunks. I'm not a fashion guy. I wear uh-huh. a black t-shirt and jeans every single day. You That's want it. One pair of dunks. I just want one pair of dunks that are black, but like, I gotta like, I'm not going to, sp- 
I won't pay resale prices for things. I don't, I don't play, pay resellers, dude. I hate resellers. <laughs> I will not succumb to the reselling game. So I'm like, okay, I'm just yeah. going to get a random pair of dunks and maybe they'll be worth more than the ones I want. Find some guy to trade with me. Yeah. Um, anyway, like you don't, you don't go complain to them about that. But since no. I'm more accessible, I'm one guy. People think that like jelly jewelry is like, they're like, they'll email me or they'll like comment or something. I'll be like, do you guys do this? Or do you guys have that? It's like, there's no guys. There's guy. Yeah. It's just me. It's just me. And they'll like, I don't know, whatever it is. It's just like, dude, leave me alone. I, like just the, the other thing is, is like nobody, there's no respect. I got to charge this dude, headphone. Um, disrespectful on TikTok. It's, it's ridiculous. So um shoot um let me just plug this in real quick no dude you're perfect i'll, I'll tell a story while you're doing that for, yeah sorry i've been talking a lot i don't no, know dude, how you perfect. do this so you're absolutely wonderful i go okay. with the flow i'm like a river okay yeah Me and my girlfriend i think of these like not even they're not skits they're just like funny things that i think of in my head and then mm-hmm. I like to make the video with my girlfriend. I do it yeah. out of my own joy. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen a couple of those. Yeah, I really like them. Those yes. are the ones that I've liked. Yeah. Yes. I really I really like those. It's stupid shit that I think in my head is yeah. funny. So I make them. And oh, then this shoot, one which kid, one was it? Was it yeah, the um was it the charcuterie board one? That one, yeah. I saw yes. that one. That one's funny. But like people will comment on it and be like, ah, oh, this isn't funny. And in my head, I'm thinking, you little prick, I don't make it for you. I make it for myself. So shut up and go suck your mama's tit. Exactly. I mean, like, man, people are mean for no reason. But like, here's, here's the, my biggest issue is DMs, emails. I don't care what you comment on my video. I'll just delete it. There's, (laughs) there's no bill of rights in my comment section. I will delete it. Yes. If you, if you say something mean to me, like, I don't want to go look at that. That'll, that'll eat me away for the rest of the day. I'm not gonna look at it. I'm gonna delete it. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to like, I've blocked one person after a drop, there was one yeah. person that was like, you're an idiot. There's no checkout line. There's no reservation for items. You're so dumb. All these other, like when I try to get tickets, like conch tickets, it's not like this. This is so disorganized. You don't know how to run your business. It's like, dude, one, I'm not a website developer. Yeah. Two, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I care. I, I, I care too yeah. much actually, but like, but it's, more it's just like, like- you don't know how to fix that problem. I'm sorry. I don't know how to fix problem. I can't do it. I'm not a web developer. Like, and I say like, I'm so sorry, but like, I'm, I'm really trying. I'm really trying to, to get inventory to the point where like, I don't have to deal with that struggle. And I, that's the worst thing for me because I know what it feels like to not get my pair of dunks yeah. <laughs> because like, I've been on the other side and I understand, but I don't go complain. I'm just like, dang it. Yeah. Better try again. And yeah. people just like, people will send me like, I've got a, I've got like a suicide note. Someone was like, I'm going to kill myself. It's your fault. I didn't get this ring. It's not like a suicide note, but like someone said that to me. And I was like, that is not funny. Yeah, it's like, like, it could be serious. It could be serious. I don't think it was, but like, it's just like, I would respond to my DMS at first. I would respond to my comments at first. Now I think it's like 0.1%. I will respond to most night as many nice comments as I can. How did I get a hold of you via DM? I think it was comment section. You commented like, do you, do you enjoy like your, if you're working nine to five or whatever. And I was like, dude, I'm working like a freaking, I'm working a nine to 12 right now. Yes. Yeah. And that was when I was producing the stuff myself. 
Okay. Now it's not so much. It's more sparse. I can do, I have, I have a, I have a free schedule now. Like I'm my own boss. Yeah. I really, I really enjoy that because it's awesome. I hate having a boss and that's why I don't do commissions. I hate having a boss. I hate getting fucking told what to do. I know. I hate it. I hate it. And I, I like, I want to do it on my own time. I want to do it on my own terms. I'm, I'm a good employee, but like, I, I don't like it. Like I'll still, I'll, if you're paying me to do something, I'm going to get you your money's worth, Heck yeah. but I still hate it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to have a good work ethic. I'm not going to oh. complain about it. I'm going to get you your money's worth. Even if you're paying me minimum wage, I'll still do, I'll go a little bit above and beyond. I'm, I, I do a lot of the people who are like, it's a minimum wage job. I'm just going to screw off. It's like, okay, but you're kind of ruining your own personal work ethic. That's a whole nother conversation though. Cause I, I've seen that mentality like a lot. And it's like, it's just a minimum wage job. I'm, I gotta be on my phone, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, it is just a minimum wage job. But like, what if you get, what if you get a corporate job where like you're, you're making commission on something you're, you sell one freaking plane, you get hundred grand. And it's like, you're, you gotta have a good work ethic now. You, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a minimum wage. It's not that, like, that's like, you've got to you gotta pay your dues, dues. You gotta pay your dues. Um, anyway, but like these DMS and comments, it's like, people will say what, like, they also don't really expect you to read it. And I, I see it. I read it. I, there, I can't not go through my DMS. Yeah. And people say stuff like they've said such awful things, like not awful in the sense, like they're trying to be mean to me. There are, there are a lot of lows. Like some guy DM me, I know his username. I remember this guy. Exactly. I, I have his username memorized. I can look him up on Instagram right now. And he said, man, this really got to me. He's like, you're an effing joke. Are you serious? You're actually hilarious. I watched your video, thought it was cool and went to your website to go get a ring and saw it was 80 effing dollars. You're effing funny. If you think that that is a good, that's actually funny that you think that that's an okay price for an effing ring or whatever. And I'm like, just say you're broke. Just say you're like, (laughs) just say you're (laughs) just, just say you can't afford it. That's the other thing. Like I, I hate sounding like a a jerk. I hate, I hate sounding like a meanie, but like it's jewelry. It's jewelry. It is a luxury. It is not, it's not even priced due to the production cost, the materials at all, because it's technically art. Any jewelry, it's, it's, it's priced based off the brand. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sell them for 50 bucks each if they're selling out in under a minute. Totally. That's an idiot. That's, that's so stupid. That's a waste of my time. And I hate like having to like justify that to people like, cause people happily pay it people happily. And that's very cheap for like, for stuff that you really can't get anywhere else. And it's like, well, if you can't get it somewhere else, just go buy it somewhere else. I'm not going to be sad. I got like, you. man, that's, but it like, I, I hate being like ruling with an iron fist. And it's just also like, it's gone to the point where my DMS are 99% people complaining, people wanting something. And like with most other creators, it's probably 50, 50 hate. And like people saying nice stuff, wanting to be noticed by that creator yeah. because they're not, they're not a business. They're not selling something. And I don't like being seen as a business. I'm a guy. Like I'm not a, I'm not like a businessman per se. Like I'm running a business, but I, I'd rather seen be seen as a creator first. 
because I'm creating stuff. But um, people just, I don't know what it is. I've got so many ridiculous stories. The dude said he was that one guy. I've got people sending me weird voice memos talking to me, like very weird. And then I've got like people saying like, I got one. This was so sad. I almost started crying after reading this because I'm like, I've got to like a point where like zero exceptions, like not even like, like if my mom's friend wants a ring, I'm like, I'm sorry. That's a ring. That's not going on the website. That's selling out faster until my stuff is steady. I, I can't, I can't, I can't sell stuff out of my website. I can't sell through my DMS. I can't sell through my comments. I can't, I can't, I can't because I have a problem with volume. I can't get enough. Now I'm very soon. I think that's problem's going to end. I've scaled up um, more than I can, almost more than I can sell. I think we'll see, but um, it's the, it's almost to the point where I have inventory that that's, that's staying while I'm waiting for the next restock. Cause right now when I'm sold out, I'm sold out. I have nothing. You're done. And that's a problem. But anyway, uh, someone said like, my best friend had seen your 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 uh video they it's it's like people try to emotionally manipulate you into selling them something and it's like i would never do this to someone. i'd never do this never yeah. like to put this burden on me they said my best friend loved your blonde ring whatever it was and he recently passed away and I'd always tried to get it for him or whatever. Is there any way you could you could sell me one and inscribe the date of his death on it? And I saw that and I was like, like fuck. That's sad. So that sad. is so sad. Like if if I had blonde, if I had those rings sitting around, uh-huh. I'd 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 be like, don't worry about it. But like the other thing is, is like, I don't know if they're asking there's they're, they're they could be just i don't know if they're telling the truth i don't they're know if they're just trying to make me feel story. bad exactly yeah. you know how many sob stories i get a day it's like yeah. i can't pick and choose and then there's people like i'm getting married soon like i really want this ring like it's the the friends ring it's like this it's like whatever they're like yeah. that just really relates to our our vibe as a couple i really want this ring for our wedding ring and i was like that that's extremely that's an honor it's such an honor but I have thousands of other people trying to get that ring just because uh-huh. you're getting married. I can't give it to you. I'm so sorry, but I don't respond. I don't respond to like any DMS unless it's a customer saying like, yo, I love this. Thank you. Or they have a problem. I'll respond yeah. and be like, Hey, sorry, I'll get this fixed. Um, because even if I like, that's like, that's the thing that's so awful to me because like, even if it's someone that's saying something nice, like, Hey, like you've really inspired me to start making jewelry or like, You've been like, I just love your videos. I just want to say I love your videos because I get I get some of those. And those are like it's 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 nice when you get those, but it's just Definitely. like and I've responded to them before, and every single time it bites me in the butt. Because once you respond to someone's DM, they're oh. in like your general or your primary thing. So that okay. message, they can message you at any time. All right. And so, like, and it, you're gonna get a notification. It's not like it's not like you can't hide behind the the re-receipts any, anymore because yeah. when you're seeing a request, they don't see that you've read it. 
But yeah. if they're in general and you click on it, they've seen that you've read it. And I feel like as a business, as a business, it's very unprofessional to leave someone on read. Agree. So even even if they're being ridiculous, even if they're being ridiculous, you know how people find my email. I didn't have it publicized for or like I didn't have it easily accessible for a while because for that reason. Uh, and I get sob stories and it's like, man, I, I hate reading them because it makes me feel awful. And then yeah. and then I resent start to resent people that are trying to support me. Yeah. And that is a very toxic thing. And I really don't want to like look, go through my messages, go through my comments and just feel like angry because that's very, very, very toxic. And it's been that way for a while because that's all it is right now. And it's, it's, it's gotten a lot, a lot, a lot better, but um, it's still there. Um, Things are about to change, right? Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah. But geez. So riddle me this. I was, uh, we have a family Sunday dinner. My girlfriend's family does. And mm-hmm. so I'm sitting there telling everybody uh, about who I'm, I'm about to have on the podcast. So we we're watching mm-hmm. all your TikToks and stuff. Yeah. And um, my girlfriend's aunt and uncle, Ashley and Paymon, love them to death. They were like, they're making me write down questions. I normally, oh, really? I normally, I don't, I don't do any questions. I free ball yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. Cause that's no, what I, I appreciate like it. I like it. Yeah. No, dude. And it's like, Here's the questions. You've literally answered the vast majority of them without me having oh, okay, to ask yeah. because that's just how it works. Things get talked yeah. about. Yeah. Now, for Ashley's sake, I'm going to ask this. Do you do trade shows? No, I don't. I don't have inventory. No, well, dude. I can't bring anything to a trade show. No, I completely understand. Yeah. And that's what I figured. No. All your all your yeah. sales are most likely off of your website. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to do trade shows. It's also yeah. like... I can't get all my designs out because like the initial fees for getting stuff produced uh-huh. or cast very, very, very expensive. I bet they are. And, those designs and I, I, I don't want to get loans. I don't, I've borrowed a little bit of money from my parents, but it's not something that like, it's something that I could turn around and pay back within two months. Uh-huh. It's not like I'm not deep in the hole. I want to do this myself. and I want to be able to not get in debt. Cause I have like a student loan. It's not very big. It's like, I'll pay it off pretty soon, but like, I don't want to, I, I want to start and launch this business myself. That's why it's taken so long, maybe to my fault, but it's still like anything could have happened. And I'm glad I took the safe route, but uh, yeah, I do want to get in trade shows. I'm, I think within the next two months, I will have, I think I've doubled the amount of designs that I have, which is very, very exciting for me. But yeah, I've, I'd hope to go to some trade shows because they look fun. Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell Ashley that she can listen. Well, thank you, Ashley. I appreciate it. Yes. And then the other question, I I forgot who they uh, wanted to know what trends are you seeing in jewelry design currently that you think are about to come up or currently happening? You know, I think, I don't know if I was the first person to do this. I'd never seen anybody do what I'm doing before. Not sound like cocky, but like that's oh, that's why I did it. That's why I did. It. I found a niche, and now I've stuck with this niche. But I have I have noticed people copying me. Yeah. And I I've had this conversation with like my friends and my family. Like, I'm betting you in in whatever amount of time there's gonna there's a little bit of a buffer right now uh-huh. because this skill takes a lot of time to perfect and be able to show off. Like it's taking me a couple years. Yeah. And um. And I, I said, like, within the next year and a half, 
I'm going to start seeing some people doing exactly what I'm doing and trying to emulate that. What, that's fine. Like, but like, if you're, if you're copying the stuff I've already done, that's a problem. But yeah, like, definitely. but like, I think that's very cool that people that they've been inspired by what I'm doing and they want to do it for themselves. And I go you, but there's another thing that's like, I get a lot of people like trying to like ask me, well, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do this? I'm like, I'm not going to respond to that. Like, I'm not just going to tell, like, I'm not like gatekeeping and I'm not like keeping it secret. Uh-huh. It's just the fact that I get so many of these requests, make tutorials, give us a run through of how you do your stuff, blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm here for. That's not what yeah. I built my platform on. I don't want to do tutorials. I'm very bad at explaining things. I like, I'm very bad at tutorials. Like, that's not what I want to do. If you ask me, I will tell you where to go look. I will direct you. I'm not gatekeeping. I'm not trying to keep anything secret. I'm yeah. not. It's just for me, I've spent so much time, so much effort learning this. I'm not just going to like tell you exactly what to do because that's what they're yeah. asking. Like if you're already doing this and this is something that you've put time into and you're having a problem, like, hey, I, I keep getting like some porosity in my cast. How did you fix that? And I'll say, this is what I did. Um, but like, usually if it's someone who's, who knows, not knows what they're doing, but like, is already doing this and they've, they've dedicated, I've seen some sort of dedication or commitment to it. I'll tell them, I'll tell you, I'll have a conversation with you. But once I, I've done that before, and then, then I'm now, I'm an open line. They don't yeah. leave me alone. And I'm not, I'm not there to just, to just tell you what to do all the time. I don't have time for that. Um, it's not a mentor. And so, yeah, I'm not a mentor. If you want to, if you want to pay me for lessons, I'll do it. I'll probably <laughs> end up doing it for free, but like, <laughs> like say, seriously hey, don't worry about the cost don't worry about it yeah, don't worry about it don't worry about it yeah <laughs> but uh Dude. yeah well, that's i yeah. get that no and it, it does create like an open line you answer once then they think that you're gonna answer again yeah because yeah. like i was saying earlier even the people that say nice things in the dms they'll then start replying to my instagram stories and saying like then it's like it's like i'm their personal like reminder for everything hey when are you restocking bro it's in my bio if it says i'm not if it says like to be now i'm very like i know i'm very loosely i'm not like you can't just like know this but any question you have is pretty easily answered because if it says restock to be announced it means i don't know yet yeah it's not announced the second i know i will say it because i get this all the time and it's like once i answer one question it's like blah, blah, blah. Can I have this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do commissions? Can I do this? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I have to answer all these questions that are like very easily accessible or, or they'll say like, Hey, can I just buy this from you? Like under the table right now? It's like, no, you can't. (laughs) I get this one, this freaking, this one girl, dude, she has found my Facebook. I I guess I have a Facebook. You have to have a Facebook account for your business to have a business account on Instagram. And I didn't really know that. And so like people keep following my Facebook page that I have nothing on, not even a profile uh-huh. picture. And like she messaged it. And I was like, what the, what the heck? How did, like, how do you do this? Oh my gosh. And then they found my email and then they like, oh, it was a ring that I wasn't selling and I wasn't planning on selling. And then I said that I might sell it. And then they emailed me, hey, I saw you were going to sell this. And I had like left them on read or delivered Yeah. because on, on my email, I found my email somehow. My email, the only place you can find my email is on my website. And it says, please only contact me with order issues or concerns only. 
I will not People respond. It says I will not respond to sale requests or commission requests. Okay. Some other lady emailed me the other day. Hey, can I get this ring made custom order? Uh, I want it in platinum and I want uh, a sapphire in it. Like platinum, I can't work in platinum, but uh, whatever. And I was like, hey, like usually I just don't respond, but like they were nice. And I was like, hey, sorry, unfortunately I don't do commissions. What's a commission? Oh. That's that's my response. That was the response. I was Look like, "Get up, Google." Exactly. Man, it's so frustrating. I and I've never experienced this, but hearing these stories just sounds like a. It sounds like an interesting nightmare. It's probably fun to live it in because it's it yeah, makes life interesting. It, it gets it gets to be like yeah, it's it's fun sometimes just to kind of dog on like dumb people or yeah. like but I I hate like anytime I'm in a, in like a setting like this or like an Instagram live, I feel like I'm complaining about people who are just trying to like genuinely like genuinely want to support me or like like what I'm doing. But then again, they're either manipulating me or being very inconsiderate. Yeah. So it's like, I do kind of have a right, right to, but it's just like, I don't want people that are like listening or know me. I'm not a mean person. Like when I first started, like I would send stuff out for these sob stories. Like this guy was like, dude, my girlfriend, like this before I even had a business Instagram set up. Um, he's like, my girlfriend is, or no, this girl that I like at school loves the flower boy ring and won't stop talking about it like valentine's day is coming up is there anything you can do i'll send you like this he offered like this rare like 500 600 hoodie like he was like i'll send you this and pay you double your price and that's when i know they're like some people will say they'll pay double and then there's bsing but like this guy was like genuinely i was like don't worry guy i got you normal price don't give me anything extra sent him the ring send me the freaking hoodie dude no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, but uh, and he was super appreciative and like he was genuine and like he even like was like, dude, she loved it after she got it. That's my awesome. favorite part about ring making is like the reactions of like, dude, I gave this to my girlfriend, I gave this to my mom, whatever. They went crazy. Like I've seen some people, they sent me videos of the reactions. I've had people send me like selfies where they're like wearing their ring, and that's wow. just the most. That's the that is just serotonin it's just i bet i can't get enough of it i love it when people like re- like they get their ring they post on their story they're freaking out man that's the best feeling it makes all the other stuff worth it yeah definitely. but um but for the majority of the time when it's that it gets pretty bad it's just i don't i don't want to open tiktok i don't want to open my dms because I'm, I'm just gonna like be down and yeah. be complaining about it but that is the that's the the verbal majority the silent majority the however many thousand of other people that are silently supporting and being patient and waiting that's who are really supporting me and those are people that are going to hear me complaining about it so that's why i'm kind of like man i know well and it's probably hard to understand or even grasp the amount of how many followers do you have on tiktok i think i just hit one hundred and eighty thousand, which is hundred like i can't grasp the idea of a hundred no thousand people. when i when i was at this concert i was oh. like i looked up the capacity of the of the uh the stage or whatever the oh. seating and it was like twenty thousand people yeah and it Not was packed and so i was like like if i were to stand in front of the people that follow me 
or that that's like my average view like if i if a video flops yeah. it's usually around 15 20 000 views and that's a flop and i'm like this is my flop like yeah, dude i'm like looking flop. around and i'm like i can't imagine that yeah that's insane so, so and i'm like grasping the idea of how many people support you is probably mm-hmm. so difficult yeah and i've i've talked to and hung out with people that are like even like literally their their followers are bigger than the world's biggest cities yeah. and it's like dude it's i think i think my first video the second day i was on tiktok avani followed do you know who avani is uh-uh. she's in the hype house she's like friends with charlie she has like okay i think she has like freaking like around fit let me let me pull this up but she followed me i mean like so she's like friends with me on tiktok which is crazy she has yeah 36 million like that's that's a stupid amount but i tried i tried to dm her and be like hey guys and you rig and you can't dm her because like There's she probably follows well yeah but like the thing with tiktok that i really like is their dms is a lot better than instagram oh. uh, i don't know like you yes. like you don't even you don't even see the dm you don't even see it yeah and so but when you become friends with someone then you can dm them so yes. like like when you followed me you can dm me now yeah and that's also what kind of sucks is like i want to be able to like follow people that follow me because sometimes i'll be scrolling through tiktok craziest thing and it says like follows you and i'm like no way yeah. like that's insane to me like this dude follows me Let, let's look at these videos like yeah. i'd love to follow them back but then i get these people that are like begging me for something and it's like come on you're ruining it for everybody else <laughs> but uh anyway so i tr- exactly what i'm complaining about i tried to do to avani <laughs> but i was trying to give her something so it's kind of different yeah. i wasn't asking yeah. for something it wasn't like i was asking her to do something for me i was like hey i'll send you a ring and if you yeah. can't you can't dm her but yeah. um but then i i was like um what i really this is like kind of what my goal with tiktok is is like I want to be like the like the jeweler for other TikTokers and like okay. go out, make make like hang out with them, give them their jewelry, whatever. And um, so I started reaching out to other creators. Um, I think the first the first response I got was party shirt. You know who party shirt is? Uh-uh. I factor factor cap. I yes. Factor cap guys. No X and Ivy. They we're Have like you this made a now. Video with them? Mm-hmm. so i flew out to la hand delivered their rings they are the coolest guys in the world that's like sick. like who who gives a crap about followers like to to them who am i yeah I, they literally have a hundred times more followers than I do. they have they, i think they just hit 20 million that's awesome and like we're going around la everybody's like honking at us like Cause they, they drive a uh, Hollywood tour bus. Like it's kind of a funny joke. So I made them like Hollywood tour bus pendants and like rings that just said PS on them. And uh, that was probably the most eye-opening, inspiring experience of my TikTok career. I think I it was. I owe a lot to X and Ivy. They are genuine, they're super genuine people. They let me into their kind of, their their end of like the like the influencer influencer side of things yeah definitely and showed me a lot talk we talked a lot it was super very very nice to speak to other people who like deal with what i'm dealing with on a unfathomable scale because they don't even do it because they have other people doing everything for them like they have managers they have whatever 
Like, yeah. they don't have to go reply to comments. They don't have to go read their DMs because other people do it. Yeah. And they do it anyway. But, like, I was like, do you guys read your DMs? So, like, yes, yeah, sometimes. But it's usually good things, so it doesn't matter. And I was like, I told them exactly what I told you. And they're like, man, that sucks, dude. But, yeah. like, seriously, I thought, like, going into this, I was like, I only I, – I was there for, for a night. So, um, yeah, I was there for a night. So, two days. I flew in. Um, I thought I was going to meet up with them, film for them. They'd film like 15 minute video, like get their reaction, whatever, to me uh-huh. giving it to them for their vlog or whatever. And then, and then leave and then be like, cool. And I go hang out in my hotel room, go sightseeing, whatever. Yeah. I roll up. They're like, what's up, man? Like invite me in their apartment. They're like, dude, make sure. yourself at home. We're just hanging out right now. Um, we'll go do whatever you want to do uh, in a bit. Like we're just hanging out. And I was like, okay, cool. So like we sit down in their living room, just sit down. Like, I seriously owe these guys a lot. Like they they have been, they have gone above and beyond. Let's say. Um, like seriously, I couldn't have had a better experience. But so they, this is this was such crazy experience for me. Uh, it was like it was like hanging out with a YouTuber, like a YouTuber YouTuber. Yeah. So like we go like they have, they have 20 million followers. Like I was like, hey, I'll make you guys ring. They're like, sure. And then they were like, we'll pay you, whatever. Just ask, like, tell us how much you need. I was like, no, don't worry about it. They're like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, don't worry about like, it. They're like, yeah, don't, don't, don't worry yeah. about it. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. And then um I've they like FaceTime me. I got their numbers. They like FaceTime me. We talked about it. Like we kind of like storyboard what what's this ring gonna look like? What do you want? Uh-huh and uh updated them blah 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 and i was like hey what if i came down and like gave these to you they're like yeah no you're welcome whenever come on down like here's our address That's and it. i was like okay booking my flight now um so i fly down they're like we're hanging out um and then they're like okay cool you're gonna come with us to this little uh like house party thing and i'm like uh-huh. sure before we've even like done the like the video yeah. And so we go to like this, not like a house party, house party, but like, it's just like a bunch of friends, like getting together, hanging out, yeah. music playing. There's like a spread and uh, they introduced me to all their close friends. They're like, Hey, this is my friend, Justin. He's hanging out with us for the weekend. And like all these people contacts, Hey, I'm a social media manager. What do you do? Oh, I make jewelry on TikTok. They're like, Oh, oh cool. What's your number? have all these social media managers numbers now if i need if i need one eventually i need someone to work on my website um and like made a bunch of connections and it's like yeah i made these connections but like i don't care these are seriously like the most genuine nice people i've met i thought i was going to go to la like and i was going to have like this la experience where it's like everybody's super fake doing everything for the content doing everything for for instagram for tiktok whatever nope didn't That's no sweet. stories no and i'm i'm not like really there like i wanted to go yes what what kind of brought me there was the fact that they have a massive following uh-huh. but it's like i've loved their content like i'm a fan i love them content, they're awesome yeah. it's sick yeah and it's like well i can go hang out with them and like be friends with them because I'm, I'm offering them something and so i was like here we go and so i do this to like a lot of pe- people that i follow and that i like really like like and i'll offer to make them something and I start with them and 
miraculously they saw my comment out of the 50,000 comments yeah. that were on that video they saw me and like I text them once a week talk to them like X and Ivy oh my gosh they were like seriously dude if you're ever in town here's our couch that's sick like like the doors open like had a super 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 good experience like we went out to the jewelry district one day they're like they kept calling me like the uncut gems guy. Um, <laughs> so like, I'm part of this like friend group now. Like yeah. I talked, like, I was talking to this one guy that like one of their best friends the other day, he has uh-huh. a clothing brand. His name's, his name's Patty called two, true colors clothes. So excited for his launch. Like he's, he's a man. I'd spoke to him for like half an hour on Instagram the other day. Um, super genuine guy. Oh my gosh. Sent me his address yesterday. He's like, dude, my door's open. That's it. Here you go. And like he he I'm very excited for his brand to launch. It's very cool. Man. I'm very excited for his stuff. It's, it's super unique. Um super cool guy. Uh like and we're friends. Like it's not like we're not trying to get anything out of each other. It's just like, hey, come down to LA and hang out with us. Definitely. Like I'm going back in October and because I have some other tiktoker friends down there um uh do you know billy with an eight eight i l l y um he was in he was in the house that nobody asked for if you know what that is i i'm unsure what the house is they were they were popping back in uh 2019 summer of 2020 i think polo boy new polo boy uh-uh, you're naming all these people tyler they're they're like pretty big tiktokers right now tyler funk Tyler Funk, Don Dish Soap. Um, who else was in that house? Oh, what was his name? Toby? Oh, shoot. Toby? Anyway, they're, like Billy. I, I talked to Billy yeah. all the time. I was talking to him. I was telling him about my, my complaints to manufacturers or whatever. whatever. I was like, dude, I just want to make you something. I love your vibe. Like your little doodles. Dude, I don't even don't even shout me out. I don't. I just want to make you a ring. I really like this because I, I like being creative with other people because yeah. I'm not working for them. It's mutually beneficial. Like I want to be able to turn your ideas into jewelry, and then you can you can wear it. And so that's what I love to do. And I've, I think I have a bunch of creators right now that I've I can go and make stuff for. I got uh, Dev Lemons. You know who Dev Lemons is. I. Think I've I think we're I think we're the same size on TikTok. I think we she might have like a couple thousand more followers than me, but she she runs the song psych account. That's okay. like almost a million followers. That's she breaks it. down like popular songs. Man, she's awesome. I said I was gonna send a ring because I still haven't done it. Because I haven't had any to send, but like <laughs> I feel bad. Because like there's sometimes where like I'll say I'll do something for some of these people and they probably think I'm so flaky or just like ghosting them, but it's like I'm gonna do it. I just yeah, give me some time. Like you know, squeezy for real, squeezy jibs. I think so. <laughs> I'm making, I think in like July, I said I was going to make him something. I'm like still working on it. I just haven't got it right. Um, I feel so bad, but like, again, I they're not it. paying me. So it's like, it's at, it's at my own pace, yeah. but I still feel bad for taking so long. Most people whip it out. Um, there's just uh, what I'm working on right now. Uh, the sneaker channel. I don't know if you've seen them, but like, uh he he's like a he's a sneakerhead guy 
funniest guy ever. I love this guy. Let me pull up his TikTok. Uh, and I was following him because I kind of got into shoes just because I want these freaking dunks. And like, I just, this guy, I just love his vibe. This is him. I don't know if you guys have a dope shoes, vibe. Like, he got these cool suits, like these, like his glasses. He's got like square one and a circle one. It's not going to focus. Dang it. Let me turn my brightness down. Like one square. Oh, shoot. Right, doing see. it again. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. Like, I've been following him for a while. I'm like, dude, he's probably going to, the thing is, is like, they probably think I'm, I'm coming in to get some clout off of them or whatever. I'm trying to get, I don't care if you shout me out. I don't care if you show, wear my stuff. I don't care if you make a video about it. I yeah. seriously just, I love your creativity. I love your vibe. I, I, I want to work with you. Like, and so I'm making him, he just wanted like a pendant with his logo on it. I got That's that cooking in the back. Um, yeah. Um, that's like the, the yeah. connections you make with TikTok are. It's it's insane. Like I've made awesome. like genuine to me, genuinely they're friends. Like yeah. I feel like I could go to them and be like, hey, um, uh, could you help me out with this? And they'd be like, sure. Or like I could ask them for some sort of advice. Yeah. Like I could I could easily go to Party Shirt and I could say like, hey, I've been struggling with this on TikTok. What do you guys recommend? They immediately help me out. Yeah, they got you know you. what. This is a crazy story. X, freaking, he loves Olivia Rodrigo. All right. Um, and he's got like he loves her music. That was when her new album had just come out. I was down there, so we were blasting Olivia Rodrigo the whole time. And uh, and when I got back, when I got back, I was super humbled. I was like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not making. I wasn't do. I hadn't done anything with gems really or stones and. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm really missing out. Like. I'm behind. And so I got home, didn't post for a while, bought a new camera, started freaking learning how to set stones, just grinding, not even posting really much. And I was like, I'm going to get good at this because I need to be good. Because like, they were like, dude, you're going to make it big. They seriously believed in me. And like, it genuinely felt like they, they believed, they're like, dude, you're going to, you're going to be huge one day. Like, yeah. I'm going to be seeing you, your stuff everywhere. Like, and it, it feels like, very very it's insane to have people like that like genuinely it feels like at least believe in you yeah. and like hype you up and be like dude you yeah you got this and uh so i made like an olivia rodrigo ring because she was trending and uh it started blowing up um the next morning i wake up get a text message from x and it's a picture. I click on the picture. Uh-huh. And it's a picture of him and Olivia Rodrigo. No fucking way. And he goes, she loved the ring, by the way. So That's he so cool. met he met Olivia Rodrigo, someone he like loves and like, and in that conversation, he brings uh-huh. me up. Out of all things, out of all things he could have done, he he takes the time to pull up my video that I just made that he saw. Yeah. And show it to her. That's awesome. That's so kind of him. Like, seriously, like, again, I owe them a lot. I owe them everything. Cause like just the inspiration I got the whole welcoming, like, they're like, dude, you belong here. I'm like, I don't belong in LA, bro. I'm not an influencer. (laughs) I just make jewelry. And they're like, no, you got to move here. I'm like, no, but like for him to just, for him to do that, like that seriously, like, I'm like, man, like he believes in me. Like, He's such a cool guy. Same with Ivy. I mean, Ivy would have done the same. 
Um, but he's like, she said to DM her about the ring. Uh-huh. I was like, you're joking. And he's like, yeah. So I DM'd her. She didn't respond. She probably didn't see it. But like, yeah. still, she still saw the video. She still liked it. That's yeah. just insane. It's insane to me that someone like, like she's seen my video. Olivia Rodrigo. Like you hear about her all the time. She's she's on the news. She's oh, trending. Man. Same with Lil Nas. Lil Nas has a video of mine on his camera roll. That's so. He sick. saw the video. I made him. I when Montero came out, I made a ring, and he commented. He put it on his Instagram story. That's cool. And so he's seen the video. He has my hands in his camera roll. <laughs> That's just so. Just stories like that. I I I always forget that stuff like this has happened. Like yeah. if I'm ever down, I sometimes forget that like, no matter what, this has happened. And like yeah. people that I've idolized and like never dreamed of interacting with, whether it's a one-sided interaction where like they just comment, I, they won't comment back. They won't see my response, but they've, they've seen my video and they, whether they liked it or not, they still said something nice about it. And some of that, like, I'd say like my favorite uh, musician, artist, it has been for a while it's rex orange county i just really like his music Uh um and he's like super inactive on social media like not inactive but he doesn't post really he's not yeah he's not like interactive with his following which is that's kind of how i am um and so like he doesn't interact if you like were to do something it's not really very easy to get a hold of him yeah and uh the second video I made was a pony ring, his album Pony. And uh, I think in like March of this year, he joined TikTok. He posts on his Instagram story. He posts on Instagram story probably like once every four months. All right. And he posts on his Instagram a screenshot of his TikTok account and it had like 1,000 followers because he had posted like five minutes ago. I woke up miraculously early that morning for no reason. And I'd seen that. And I was like, no way. I got to repost this video. So I repost the pony video and, and I put in the description, put on my Instagram tag, tag him in this, tag him in this. And everybody tagged him, everybody tagged him. And he saw the video and he commented. That's so sick. And I was like, I was in line. Like, this is like a moment. I'm never going to forget this. Like they're called like watershed moments. I think it's like, you remember exactly where you were, like what time it was, what we were doing. Like, yeah. And like, I'm sitting in my car in line at a coffee shop. My girlfriend works at a coffee shop. I went to go visit her work. And I'm like, there's one car, two cars in front of me. And I just, I go on my TikTok. I click refresh on the notifications to like clear them. Cause it bugs me when I have notifications, but then they come right back. So there's no point even refreshing it. But, and I see Rex check mark, just this blue check mark in a vast sea of whatever. Yeah. And I was like, like my stomach and my heart dropped. It felt yeah. like something had just, something bad had just happened. And like, I see this and like, cause I like, that's the music that just really got me through a lot of stuff. Like, and I saw that. And then he commented right after that, like heart, 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 just the most that's minute awesome. little thing. But just that tiny acknowledgement of like, hey, I've never seen him interact like that on anything ever on social yeah. media ever. That's and so cool. Cause that whole morning, everybody had done anything Rex Orange County related had been tagging him. Yeah. And 
And, uh, and I saw all of them because all the people that saw that he commented on my video tagged me in the other Rex Orange County notice videos. They say, well, he just commented and then they at me like on this guy's video earlier. And so I like check, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe he's going around. And I'm like, that's cool. He's going around and like commenting on people that have been tagging him. Yeah. Not a single one he commented on, not a single other one. That's sick. And I was like, very special. Like that mean that meant so much to me. Like I seriously was like about to start crying and like, it was so crazy. That's sick, man. But that's why I do it. Moments like that. Heck yeah. And I hope that people will look up to you or probably do right now look up to you in that sort of way. And they probably hope that you comment yeah, on one that's, of their videos. It's, it's pretty, that's pretty crazy to think about. Like, I'm just a guy who makes rings. Like, yeah. like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people who like, who see any sort of social media following as something that like, they they think they mean something to to someone to me it's just like i make rings i make rings they don't know me they don't like a lot of people close to me or like in the community in my community i've noticed like they think i'm a i'm somewhat of a different person because like i have some sort of following on social media and it's like i'm this i'm the same guy or they think that like 180 whatever people like wow like this guy's got a lot of followers it's like it's tiktok tiktok yeah. everybody everybody blows up on tiktok not everybody yeah. but like a lot of people it's, have it's not as it's not as hard enough. yeah exactly if you try hard enough you'll get you'll get your exposure and the hard thing is to keep that yeah. once you've blown up and people see your stuff if they like it they'll continue following you and it's it's hard to maintain that and like the thing is with tiktok is people will they'll 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 find their niche they'll find their moment and then they'll just double down on that that's all they'll do yeah and that's what i did for a while like that that blonde ring is my most not anymore but it was my most viral ring for a long time and i could just anytime just mention that put that in the video it'd get at least at least 150 300 views yeah and i could just i could just keep doing that like a lot of tiktokers will just keep doing what they that what they did that first time and then they'll fall off and never be able to really get genuine interaction again and i've i always keep trying to mix it up and i really hate reposting or like posting about a ring twice but i've kind of started to have like a long format video of like me making it and then a shortcut that's like maybe 15 seconds of just like just little bits yeah but yeah i know i don't know how much time you want to spend no dude i know we're a little bit over but i have nothing going on no i i in if you want to talk, I want to get to know you though. I, I, I've, I watch your stuff all the time and I really yeah. like your, like your go at it. Like, I really, I really appreciate it. Heck yeah. I'll talk about myself for a little bit. Yeah. I am leaving for vacation tomorrow morning at like oh, nice. 3 a.m. Oh geez. And I still need to pack. So I'll, I'll talk for a little bit. Yeah. Then, then we can sum it up. Yeah. Me, me as a person, just so you know me, mm-hmm. I, uh, sell some bracelets one life eventually it's going nice. to become more than bracelets but bracelets uh-huh. were the easiest thing to invest in yeah yeah that got my message across so that's what i wanted to do at first and then was what sorry it yeah that, that's what i wanted to do at first oh bracelets yeah yeah and then it's like if i want to give one away i can give one away it, it cost me how exactly that's why that's why i hate jewelry because <laughs> it's like if i'm giving this away like you're, it's not that you're losing it's my time also yeah. because like the stuff I give away is usually the stuff I make. Yeah. But yeah. I get that. But then I do disc golf videos. I 
yeah you follow me on tiktok yeah i do i see okay. I, yeah okay so yeah i do disc golf videos love those make some shit with mm. my girlfriend sometimes how did you do how did you do the one where like you can see the trail of the is that like an app that you have yeah it's literally just that's an cool app. it's that's nice do you think that's that that's cool because I, I really like whether, that. Okay. I question. You should, you should definitely add that into all of them. Okay. Because like that, I, that really caught my eye. I really like that one. All right. I will. And then I'll be posting uh, TikToks from the Virgin Islands on the disc golf courses they have. Ooh, yeah. So that should be really cool coming up. Yeah. I'm pumped. But yeah, that is, that is me as a person. Um, nice. That's me. Are you going I, to school? Or are you, do you plan I, on going to school? I, well, how old are you? How old are you? Uh, 20. Okay. Are you 20? I, I'll be 20. I just turned 19 in May. So I'm like, okay. I'll be 20 in next year. All right. Sick. Yeah. So I went to one semester of college mm-hmm. and then I wanted to, I started a social media marketing company. And mm-hmm. so I was running the social medias of uh, different like small businesses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to like it. Like the vision of it was cool. I'm just, I'm managing yeah. social medias. I don't like mm-hmm. dealing. I don't like dealing with people. You're doing the dirty work, dude. Yeah. That's the dirty work. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what. I absolutely hated it, and I was no, wanting to I find somebody. You, I was wanting to find somebody that would manage the accounts. I would pay them to like have somebody mm-hmm. that work for me, and then I do big yeah. picture, getting yeah. more clients. Yeah. yeah. Stop doing that. So I stopped it. That's why I stopped school, though. I was like, I can do mm-hmm. this. I don't need a degree. I'm not going to use a degree. I don't want to work for somebody. I yeah. Hate having a boss. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd never like college wasn't really ever like a like college. Yes, I did go to college. I have an associate's yeah. degree technically, but like I didn't want to go to a freaking university. And yeah. like I realized now the other day, like my resume is. Like, let's say I went to four years of business school at my yeah. local college or my local university. It's I went to four years business school. I came out. I got my business school degree. I can show mm-hmm. people I, this is what I did. But at least now, I mean, I can say I've been running a, su- a successful small business myself. Right. And this is my amount of revenue I've hit on my own. No investors, no nothing. I've been doing this all myself. I've been. I've handled shipping. I've handled everything, everything, design, creating for a majority of the time, X amount of units, X amount of inventory. I can go, I can go a lot of places and show people that. And that I think should mean a little bit more than a a business degree because I've, I've actually done it. These people know how to hypothetically do it. They can't, there's no proof of execution. Yes. I'm not really a business guy. Yeah. You've learned more in a year or so than somebody would in four years. But there, there are a lot of people who say that and then they just don't do any. Yeah. I totally agree. It's the execution. It's the action. I love taking yeah. action. Yeah. No, I've noticed that you, you, whatever you talk about, you do. Yeah. And so, um, like, cause there's a lot of people who are just like, man, college isn't worth it. You're not getting your money's worth. Just hating on college. It's like, did you go to college? Yeah. Did you, well, are you trying to do the things that you're saying you're doing? No, you're working at five guys. Like, yeah. come on. Like you're not even trying. Yeah. Take action. But there's so many people that have these ideas, like sick ideas, and they say that they're going to do something, but then they just want to bum out and have fun. Yeah. It takes hard work. I, yeah. It does take. Yeah. I get it. Mm -hmm. On that note, my friend, before I sum anything up, 
I have the guest give one piece of advice to the listeners. One piece of advice uh, could be about anything. Let's hear it. The, I My go-to is just do whatever you love. Don't chase the money. Do whatever you love. The money will come. It's just, and even if it doesn't, you're still doing what you love. Like and you'll be happy. You're still having a good time. You're still happy. Like also don't do stuff for other people's approval. Okay. Cause that's how I started. I, I kind of started, I wanted to show people that I could make something and like, it was kind of like, no, but now I'm doing it for me. I want to show, I want to see what I can do. I want to see what I can do. I love it. So yeah. that's, that's what I would say. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Folks, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Influencer Insider. We will catch you next time.